It's weird, but I have 10 facts about ants I have to share with you. So let's go. Welcome to the Hymn a podcast, a podcast created to equip and empower Christ followers with this one truth. The Jesus who died to live in us also died so he would be shared by us. My name is Marcos, and before I start, it's time for a little bit of honesty. If you follow the podcast um, kind of religiously, you know that I post every weekend. I missed last week, so there's a space in between. And this podcast is the same episode that I scripted out and planned to share. However, uh, life got in the way, and I, I learned a little bit about myself, and it's the same podcast but it ministered to me in a different way. So I'm kind of telling it from a different place. So I pray that uh, it blesses you. And now the goal is still the same. You know, I believe everyone who has accepted Christ into their heart has something they have to offer to people who are connected to them. And if you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I think it's fairly easy for you to agree with this premise that there are a bunch of voices saying different things to us at different times. Some of those voices are internal, external. Some of those voices are genuine and real, and some of them are just remnants of what's swimming around in the back of our head. And Some of those voices are saying the exact opposite of what the Word of God says about you and about me. And listening to competing voices is a dangerous thing to do. And the best way to overcome what the competing voices are saying is we have to tune our hearts and our affections back to what God says about us. In doing so, we, we get to align our hearts with who God says that we are. And in all honesty, it makes perfect sense to sync our heart and our thoughts with our Creator. I think our walk and our purpose is more alive when we are locked in with the one who created us. David put this thought to action when he looked at creation in Psalm 8. When he says this in verses three through six, he says, when I look at the night sky and I see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. Yet you made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. You know, I look at this verse and in, in, in the beginning of this section, David says, you know, who am I that you should even think about me, Lord? And who am I that you should even give me this thing called life and, and make me as, as great as your creation? And towards the end of the section, he says, even though I think this way about myself, he says, you still have given me charge over everything and you put all these things under my authority. And that realization happened when David stepped back and looked at the night sky and saw the moon and the stars in place. And additionally, when you and I step back and look at creation, you get to see how wonderful God is. Which brings us to these 10 cool facts about ants. And ants, just like bees, are often considered a nuisance. However, ants, just like bees, play an integral part in our ecosystem. And yeah, I know my excitement for sharing these 10 facts will display my inner nerd. But I also believe that if you're listening and you are an earth science teacher right now, then this is going to be your favorite song. So in any event, here are the 10 facts about ants. Number one, the queen ant can live for decades. Now, while male ants only live for a few weeks and workers can live up to a couple of months, the queen can live for up to 30 years. 
Number two, an ant's jaw can be used as stitches. Now, while this is not a sterile practice and doctors do not recommend trying this at home, there have been reports of indigenous East African tribes using ant mandibles in place of stitches. Number three, ants actually domesticate other animals. Now, other than humans, ants are the only other known creature that can actually domesticate another animal. Some species of ants have been discovered domesticating certain spiders by housing them and feeding them for the purpose of even milking them. I didn't even know certain spiders had milk until I rolled up on these facts. But number three, they domesticate other animals. Number four, ants are very social. I'm going to resist the urge to use a dad joke here. Now, ants communicate through chemicals, through touch and vibrations. So they're very, very social. Number five, they can lift 10 times more than their body weight. While different studies place the exact number anywhere between 10 and 50 times an ant's body weight, they're able to lift so much more because their muscles cover more ground on their body than other larger animals. Number six, an ant's parent helped determine its future. Collaborative studies have shown that the mother-father combination plays a role in determining what an ant's caste will be when it grows older. Studies say while it is in part determined by how many nutrients the larvae receive, closer examination has proven that certain mother-father combination plays a large part. Number seven, they have an interesting relationship with certain plants. According to the USDA Forest Service, there are a few but specific plants that require ants to pollinate them, including small stone crop and cascade knotweeds. Certain plants also depend on ants to protect them from other nectar-robbing insects. Number eight, and this is a good one, but a tricky one. Ants weigh just as much as humans do. Now, here is what that really means. When you combine the total weight of all the ants on Earth and stack that number against the total weight of all humans in the world, you'd get a similar number, making ants weigh as much as we do collectively. Number nine, there are more than 10,000 species of ants. According to the National Geographic, there are more than 10,000 separate species of ants here on Earth. Most of them are thought to live in tropical rainforests, where more than half of the world's insects live. And number 10, which is very interesting, they are great for pest control. While you probably don't want colonies of ants living in your home with you, you actually do want them in your yard. Ants eat the larvae of other pests, such as flies and silverfish. They also stage attacks against termites. So if ants live in your yard, your home is likely safe from other major invasions. So I find these facts pretty interesting. And it just proves to me that our God does not create things without a purpose even down to something as small as an ant. And speaking of an ant, Solomon lays out some awesome facts about ants in the Bible. In Proverbs 6, Solomon says in verses 6 through 8, Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. Now, in these three simple verses, Solomon encourages us to consider the ant. Now, I think that when we're talking about what it takes to truly walk in the purpose God calls us to, the ants I see here in these three verses create a great structure to build on. Now, I'm going to call a timeout right now and say that this is the part of the podcast that convicted me. This is the part of the podcast that 
really spoke to my heart and helped me deal with something I truly needed to deal with. And when I say uh, this part of the podcast, I also mean my wife, who took some time to really speak to me and talk to me about something that I needed to address in my life. So getting back into it, I believe that in Proverbs 6, verses 6 through 8, Solomon is showing us three different ants he wants us to pay attention to. And as I was reading it, I believe that the Holy Spirit was calling my attention to three different ants I needed to pay attention to. Now in verse 6, Solomon says this, Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. The tone that I'm getting, it sounds like he's, he's, he's addressed this already. He has to come back to it to tell them. And for me, what I, what I heard the Holy Spirit telling me was, is that we cannot be ignorant. Ignorant of what we know we need to do. Solomon is saying, learn from their ways and become wise. Saying, there are things that you know you need to do and you need to get up and get on it. You can't sit back and act like someone else is going to do that or sit back and be lazy and, and not do it. And what I heard the Holy Spirit telling me was we can't be ignorant of what we know we need to do and not do it. That's the first ant. Can't be ignorant. The second thing I see here is he says, though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work. I believe Solomon was saying these insects know they have a responsibility and they aren't above that measure of responsibility. They have their role and they will work to fulfill that role. No task is beneath them. And what I heard the Holy Spirit saying to me was, you cannot be arrogant. These ants have no prince or no ruler to make them work, but they know that a responsibility is theirs and they have to get it done. They have to do it. And speaking with someone I have come to respect more and more with every passing second, they were laying out their responsibilities on, on, on a daily and or weekly basis and ministry and family and all these things. And the one thing that was said is the number one thing that gets done is the discipline with my father. That's discipline of reading God's word and hearing what he's saying to me. The discipline of talking with Jesus Christ, what we call praying and fasting. All those things are disciplines that need to get done. I realize it's very possible to be so focused on what you need to get done that you forget disciplines. You forget the things that need to be done so you can do what you have been called to do. And what I hear the Holy Spirit telling to me in, 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 in these verses about the ant is we cannot be arrogant or not even we. I cannot be arrogant because there are things that I know I need to do. And if I don't do them, then I won't be able to do what God wants me to do. And for me, those things are my disciplines with my father. And then the last ant that Solomon points to, it says, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. We see that these insects know the work that needs to be done, and they do it just like that. There's no time to slack. They know the work they do now is seed to the fruit they will have later. And this is the ant that I'm striving to be like. The first ant, the Holy Spirit impressed on me that I can't be ignorant. I can't uh, pretend like there is something that I need to do and I, I just won't do it and it'll get done. I can't be ignorant like that. The second ant, I can't be arrogant. I can't think I'm too big for a task. And this last ant is what I, I want to be. This last ant is one that is cognizant, cognizant, which means I know what I need to do and I do it. I don't shy away from the small tasks that are small tasks. I treat each task with fairness. And that fairness is that this task needs to get done. And I pray that my time of being convicted and corrected is something that helps to encourage you 
to maybe look at your life and see maybe these three ants, you need to look at them. Are there times where you have been ignorant or arrogant? And maybe you just need to be more cognizant. And I want to take this time to encourage you to be open to receiving correction. Like I said, this podcast was stalled by a week, but I I really believe it's something that God wanted to do in my heart and being open to receive correction because I'm now in a place where I need to be able to receive correction and understand that when it comes to me being corrected, when it's coming from a place of love, it's just God directing me. And my Bible tells me that God corrects those who he loves. Well, that's all for this week. Thank you for investing this time with me. If you haven't already, stop by and connect with the podcast on social media at the Influencer Podcast on Instagram. Please remember, wherever you go, your influence matters. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. Until then, keep influencing for him. <laughs>